What is going on, everybody? This is Rick Adams. Right beside me is Jack Farris. JNR's Puck House is back, live in effect, full action. Uh, we're, we're here live. This is what we're doing. But when you hear this, it won't be live. Jack, say hello to everybody. What's up, listeners? Long time, no talk. Happy to be back here in the uh, in the Puck House. We got so much to talk about, right? Almost overwhelming. I got. I'm, I'm excited to talk. We, we had a nice summer off and... Uh, We'd do some golfing and some uh, little vacation time, and yeah. now we're back, and we got plenty to cover. That's for sure. Pl- plenty to cover, plenty to talk about. I hope everybody had a great summer. Um, I know I did. I don't know about Jack. You might have. I don't know. We we barely saw each other, but that's all right, man. This is what we do. We do it on the phone. We do it in person. Jack Farris is back. We're live. We last left off, uh, you know, with the free agency. Um, you know, I know it's been a while, but it's been the off season. We were all staying up to date, doing what we had to do, and uh, yeah, this is what we do. Well, you know how it is. You get in the uh, the dog days of the summer, and there's really not much to talk about. And but this was a weird summer. You know, after the draft, you had all these trades we're going to talk about yeah. happen, and you know, it, movement everywhere on pretty much every team. Uh, so <sighs> crazy. One you of the... take a little break from the hockey in the summer. And, yeah. in all aspects. Yeah, even, so even if you play it. You kind of take a break, I guess, you know, because it's it's time to kind of unwind and yep. get things done or, you know, whether it's working or whether it's a vacation exactly. or golf or, you know, yeah. hanging by the pool, whatever it may be. But Exactly. Uh, there's no doubt about it. we got a lot to talk about. We're excited to talk about it. And, uh, you know, hope our listeners out there are doing uh, good wherever you're listening from. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, we appreciate everybody that has listened so far. Just wanted to give you, you guys a special shout out. That's, uh, I know we started kind of like towards the end of the season, but, um, you know, it was just a decision that needed to be made. It was long overdue, and uh, we're here doing it, and we're here to cover the whole upcoming season plus playoffs, and this is what we do, folks. Um, let's just dive right into it, honestly. Uh, Jack, I mean, if you want to lead us off, I mean, we should talk about maybe the biggest name, right? You know? Oh, yeah. I so. mean... Biggest thing on every hockey person's mind when you think about the off season, I mean, it could go. I'd say it could go two ways, but you got to talk about Johnny Hockey going from yep. Calgary to Columbus. Crazy. Um, he's, you know, apparently he got offered a massive contract by Calgary. Calgary was doing everything they could to to keep him. You know, they were willing to move heaven and earth to move to, to yeah. keep this guy. I heard massive number on a contract, big signing bonuses. Um, he chose Columbus, and all the rumors prior, even myself, I thought he was going to Philly. I'm sure that's where he wanted to go. That's where he's from. It's from South right. Jersey, which is right near Philly. Um, and that's where he plays, like the the practice rink going up for the Flyers and stuff like that. That's, I would think that's probably where he was trying to go. Philly didn't have the cap space, couldn't get the cap space in time to sign him. And they, his agent was probably like, look, like, where do you want to go? And um, I don't know, man. It's like, look, this is awesome for Columbus. It's it's actually really cool for them, I think, because they've never been able to land a big free agent. When was the last time a, the Columbus Blue Jackets went out and got a big fish via free agency? It's very true, yeah. And not only that, they get guys via trade, even if it's a, a smart, savvy trade, they usually can't keep them. I mean, look at Panarin and Bobrovsky and Duchesne, all these guys they got via trades that didn't stay or didn't want to stay. Right. So now you get a guy, 115 points, played awesome in the playoffs, prime of his career, and 
you got so many teams that want him. You know, granted, only so many teams that could afford him, but right. he chooses Columbus. I mean, that's that's big for that franchise. There's no doubt about that. You know, and he had a lot of good things to say about Columbus. Um, I've heard good things about Columbus, the city. It's a more quieter city, but you still have some, you know, the nice restaurants and, and bars in the downtown area, and I've heard it's like a nice place to live. So, look, I think ultimately what this came down to, Johnny Hockey didn't want to play in Canada. And I'm not trying yeah. to insult Canadian listeners. I think he wanted out of Canada. He didn't want to live in Western Canada. Yeah. And, you know, it is what it is. You know, if if there was a Western Canadian kid playing in Columbus, maybe he would want to go to Calgary and get out of Columbus, right? I don't think anyone should take it personally. No, I, I agree. I mean, it, it's if that. Hey, listen, you grew up on the East Coast of the United States. You know what I mean? It's like you're in a totally different realm. You played there your whole entire career so far. You you want to come back home eventually. I don't care, you know, who you are. I mean, think about it. I was thinking about it with Barzell. You know what I mean? Like, when he, he, he might sign back to Vancouver for all I know one day, you know? He says he wants to be an Islander, but, you know, I feel like that's in every hockey player and every, every athlete, honestly. Maybe every athlete, you yeah. know, no matter what it is. So, you know, um, it's going to be interesting for sure. With uh with Johnny Hockey there, I think yeah. he'll compliment uh Patrick Laine pretty good. Patrick Laine stays healthy. It's they that offense is gonna be scary, I think. Yeah, I do. Sick. I think it's it's kinda crazy though, because like like ultimately right now, Columbus is still building. Um and Calgary's the better team, even with Johnny Goudreau. Right. On Columbus than Columbus, I think. Yeah. So hundred percent. It's kinda crazy, like a lot of people are saying like he left massive amounts of money on the table. Calgary's the only team that could offer him eight years. Um, and a big number they were offering him. It's not like they were lowballing him. Right. Um, you know, and they had a good team there. I He just, like I said, ultimately he just wanted out of Calgary. Um, that's obviously why he made that decision to leave. Um, but look, I mean, you know, that's going to happen to players and uh, it, it, it is kind of surprising that he did that but i you got to think he was trying to get himself to philly maybe new jersey uh it's kind of surprising new jersey didn't when i heard philly was out i was like oh he's probably going to new jersey but uh who knows what happened there you know maybe he didn't want to go to jersey for some reason i i don't know who the hell knows but he signed with columbus it's the bottom line i think it's awesome for columbus and curious how he does there i mean we'll see uh Maybe one of these young young centermen like Sillinger, Ken Johnson slides in next yeah, to him, and be nice. It's possible. I mean, they still got Boone Jenner. I mean, they got some solid players there. It's still, you know, I think they're a little little bit away from being like a serious contender. But who knows? They could definitely prove me wrong. Listen, we'll we'll see. It's uh, season starts soon, in a week. So, um, I I've been so anxious to get this going and get it rolling and the season start i couldn't wait one of the busiest off seasons ever you know um i i really just i <laughs> between you know not to change sports and stuff but between the nfl and nhl like there was one of the busiest off seasons ever mm-hmm. my two favorite sports so it was just crazy um you know tons to talk about here folks uh we we i mean we could talk about johnny hockey all, all night but we, we we're not gonna do that we're gonna catch you up for those who haven't been, um, you know, listening and whatnot and, uh, you know, staying up to date with every move and, and all this stuff. So we're, we're here to fill you in and, and just simply uh, ready to talk about it. So um, Yeah, I mean, that free agent-wise, that was 
probably the biggest signing. And uh, yeah. I don't know what you think, Rick. Would I mean, are you in agreement with me? It's kind of I mean, just boils down to he didn't want to be in Western Canada anymore. I mean, it wasn't about money, that's for sure. It definitely know? wasn't about money, folks, because if it was, he would have just signed there. But I really thought he would sign to somebody like the Islanders beforehand. And I'm not just saying that because I'm being biased and I was – because uh, I'm an Islander fan, but it's it really is the fact that it was between those three teams. I didn't even think he would go to Columbus. That was when that for when I heard that I was shocked. Um, I really heard that and saw that um, Islanders were the front runners. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I know you said that to me, and I was. Uh... I was thinking like I'll lose being Lou Glamorello is being sneaky and maybe right. you know hey I mean we live you know like we, you're familiar with the the New York area and the Long Island area it's like um that's not too far from Philadelphia right you know it's actually closer than Columbus so I, I thought that was kind of a, a a viable option for him I mean him going to uh to the Islanders I mean playing next to Barzell right. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I, who knows? The Islanders probably didn't have the cap space for him. Yeah, that's another thing, you know, too. They, they probably to couldn't offer the same amount that right. Columbus did. That I is mean, true. Columbus did give him a good contract. It's not like he got, you know, it's not like they gave him $6.5 million a year. I mean, he still got nine seven five I think. So, ultimately, the Islanders probably just couldn't give him that. Right. That's probably right. what it came down to, so. But, uh, hey, good for him, good for Columbus. I'm excited to see how he does. I like him as a player. Um, undersized, but, look, kid puts up 115 points. And, uh, you know, they call him Johnny Aki for a reason, that's for sure. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's lesson. It's going to be interesting how it all pans out. I'm a big Patrick Line guy. I really am a big fan of him. I yeah. wanted... Uh, Two snipers. Yeah, yeah. I wanted him on the Islanders for so long, but they re-signed him. Yep. Not re-signed him, I'm sorry. Extended thing. him, extended him, I'm sorry. Not re-signed him. It's another good um, thing for Columbus. I mean, Line yeah. decides to stay and extend. Yeah, so. it's awesome. So, it's. No, I just think that offense is going to be pretty lethal. So, we'll see. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Mr. John Klingberg on the Anaheim Ducks, who also, uh, I think they're going to make some, some sort of a run. I, I think Gibson's going to have a bounce-back year, but... Uh, with the with the Klingberg extension, I, I'm 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 like half and half because I believe it's what only one year, one year I believe seven, seven million. million. So it's kind of like all right, if it doesn't really work out, and as long as he's healthy, they could try to just trade him, you know, to a playoff contending team. But yeah, I don't know Anaheim. I mean, you know, they got Zegers, they got Troy Terry, they just added Strom, Vetrano. Yep. You know, I mean, that's their two solid depth depth pieces right there. Um, I think Gibson has a bounce back year. They improve their blue line a little bit as long as Klingberg lives up to the deal. And um, I don't know. Just to just to just to notch, uh, just to talk about on this. I mean, I think it's a good signing, especially given the the term. So. Yeah. Well, what's weird is he. I don't know. I, I don't. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar with Elliot Friedman. You know, I'm sure you are, Rick. Obviously, yeah. but he. I I remember him saying that like. Apparently, Klingberg was offered like a long-term deal from Dallas. Yeah. Turned it down because he didn't think it was enough and kind of out of spite. It was like, I'll go to free agency and kind of over bet on himself thinking he was going to get this massive contract and right. it wasn't out there for him. No. There was a lot of teams that didn't want to offer it to him. And uh, he's good. He's a very good defenseman. 
you know, and offensively, and he skates well and stuff like that. But I just, you know, he's not Makar. He's not, you no, know what I'm saying? Like, he's not on that level. He, he, you know, he doesn't even put up, like, massive numbers. He's very good. I would like him on my team. I'm not saying he's not a good player. He's very good, but I just don't think that, like, eight times eight million no, was out there make, for him. doesn't make sense for him. You know, um, and I think Dallas offered him a deal, and he wanted to stay in Dallas, and I, I don't know. Who knows what happened? Don't, I'm sure only the agents know, but... Um, little weird that he went to Anaheim only because you look at their right side of their defense and they already have Kevin Shattenkirk and they have Jamie Drysdale, who I really think is going to pop. Like, I think Drysdale is going to be like a 55 point defenseman, maybe not by next year, but like he's, he looks good and I think he's only going to get better. So, like, you put Klingberg, between Klingberg and Shattenkirk, you're kind of taking away space for Drysdale to grow. Um, you know, unless they see something internally that we don't, and maybe they don't think Drysdale is ready to take that leap yet. That's possible. Or maybe the GM is just looking at it like, hey, like, you know, Shattenkirk is maybe not, he could be injured, or, you know, maybe he's not playing up to par in the coach's eyes or something, or... Or it could just be as simple as like, hey, let's give this guy seven million. We got a ton of cap space one year. Right. Um, if we're not in playoff contention at the deadline, we'll get a pick for him. Right. Or we'll get an asset for him. Yeah, it's funny. Like out of all our predictions, I didn't hit on one of the predictions on our last episode besides this one. I think I had um, Andrew Kopp to Detroit. I think that's I think the only you one did. I got. I think yeah. you did. Yeah. I um, you know, it's almost like my betting. It's I, I just don't hit a thing. Only one, and it doesn't do anything. It's barely anything. But anyway, it's yeah. another story. But that's yeah, why we clean... couldn't do the podcast. Yeah, that's actually that's the real reason, folks. <laughs> couldn't uh, you know gamble it all away. Watch me lose it all. Rick gambled his MacBook away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Imagine, That'd be crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, Klingberg. You know, I don't think he's worth an eight times eight. No, there's no way. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, even seven times seven or like, something. That's like that's crazy. Yeah. I thought he would have done like a bridge deal, like a two to four, like a two to four contract. Well, he's like two to four years. Thirty, I think. Yeah. I I, I could have seen him getting f- six years with Dallas, but not at eight million. You know, maybe no, like not at eight million. Six no way. millions to seven, maybe like something. Yeah. Six and a half by six. I, you know, he's good. He's a good defenseman. He's good, but like, I think maybe he oh maybe his agent over bet on him like. You know, that's that happens too. in the NHL a lot. You that could see, be that, not even him. You see these agents where, like, you see these contracts get signed by certain players, and, you know, sometimes it's an under. The, the player is playing above their contract, and it's great for the team. You know, maybe you got a guy that's putting up, you know, 35, 40 goals and is a consistent goal scorer and playing unbelievable, and he's making, like, $4.5 You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of, like, Brad Marchand. He makes, like, 6.3 million I think hmm. and he's he puts up like 100 points every year you know I mean uh, true, yeah. there's Maybe a lot of guys that are technically underpaid um, and then there's guys that are overpaid and it's all about like you know sometimes the, the GM makes that good bet where right. they give a guy a contract and it's perfect and he's playing definitely in the means of that contract or even outplaying it right and then, you know, sometimes the agent overbets, overplays their hand and is just like, oh, you could get seven years, seven and a half million if you go to free agency. And they can't. You know, they go out there and they're like, teams are like, no, nah, we're not ready to give you that. Like, we don't, you know, 
it's not out there and uh that's probably what happened with Klingberg that's what I think and you know for him he's probably like I'll go play on the power play with Zegris and Terry and uh who else McTavish maybe if this kid you know right right uh so maybe he puts up 50 points and gets a contract somewhere else you know yeah who knows I mean maybe that does happen maybe it's a kind of like a a prove-it deal that he does deserve that type of contract, you know? I thought he was honestly going to end up in Ottawa. Yeah, I, I thought I, that, too. All you hear about that, is Ottawa. And, uh, at Ducks in Ottawa, that's who I was thinking of. All you hear about is Ottawa needing a right-hand shot D-man. Yep. So, that would have been perfect for Ottawa, but he was probably trying to... Him and his age were probably squeezing Ottawa, like, all right, yeah, you need a right-hand shot D-man. Give me seven years, six, you know, six years, seven million or something like that. Maybe Ottawa's like, nah, that's too much. Um... I think because I, I think Ottawa has cap space, so th- I could that would have been a good fit because that's kind of the one thing that Ottawa's missing is a good right hand shot puck moving D man. But true, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we can move on from Klingberg, but it, it'll be interesting to see how he does there. Not on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that team as a whole, I would love to see what uh what what they do. I think uh, it's a little bold prediction. I think they might squeeze in uh, a playoff run as long as. Sean Gibson has yeah. a bounce back year. That's that's where that's where I'm at. Yeah, um, because of Gibson alone, that that's a, a yeah. good point. Just because he is a very good goaltender, he's actually underrated goaltender in my opinion. Yeah, he uh, a little setback year, but I I think they bounce back. Um, you know, you were talking about cop earlier. One of them mentioned uh, David Perron, my guy David Perron, going down to uh, Motown, Detroit. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean. You could like they they did a few smart signings. Uh, kind of strange that St. Louis didn't hold on to Perron for that yeah, price because he didn't. It's not like he got big bucks or big term. Right. Uh, it literally just came down to dollars. Probably. I mean, I guess Perron was like trying to get as much as he could, and St. Louis is probably somewhat against the cap. So right. They do have some big contracts there. Right. I guess that's what it came down to. Um, but he's a good player, man. And a lot of people don't think of him, but he scores every year. He's always on the top power play. You know, he's a good right. player and good power play guy. It's exactly kind of what Detroit was missing because you looked at that top line in Detroit last year, like Bertuzzi, Raymond, Larkin, and then that second line you had Verana, I think maybe Suter, and um, I don't remember. Like after that, it kind of gets there's no depth, so yeah. it's kind of what Detroit was missing was depth, and they get that definitely with uh with Perron, and they get some pedigree guy that's won a cup. He's played right. in the playoffs. He's been around the league, so that'll be very important for Perron. Um, yeah, leading a young for group Detroit there. rather yeah. to to get Perron and and also um, Andrew Cop, Michigan kid. He was on the Rangers, played well for them. I would have liked to see the Rangers keep him, but like they just, they're not going to be able to afford him and Trocheck. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean. Detroit did a good job. I, I, I'm a big Steve Eisenman guy. He's, yeah, I know he's you a, like him. He's a smart GM. And he is. Like, when you see him do things, there's a reason for it, I think. And, and you know, he built that Tampa Bay team. And I think, you know, he's just – he's not overthinking things. He's probably just saying, like, hey, it's uh, – you know, we got these young, good players, and we got to start improving. We got to start getting more competitive. And you get a guy like Cop that wants to come to Detroit – because he's from the area. He probably dreamed of being a Red Wing, and he's a, a big, solid centerman that scores goals, wins face-offs, kills penalties, does a little bit of everything. He's a Swiss Army knife type of guy. And you get a guy like Perron that could score goals and comes in with that Stanley Cup experience and 
you know, you're starting to see that team fill out. And it's, you know, it's going to be interesting to see because they got some really nice young pieces too. And they had a guy like Ben Sherratt that's got some playoff experience, big, tough defender on the left side, blocks shots, eats up minutes, kills penalties. Um, who else did they add? Billy Huso with the tree. True, yeah, I like that. You yeah. know, they got a lot of ex-blues. Huso, Oscar Sundquist, Haran, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think Detroit's going to – I'm I'm very interested in Detroit this year. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't I think they're going to, like, go like into them. the playoffs and, and get to the friggin' conference final. I don't think they're, they're ready for that. Yeah. But, like, I do think they're going to look a lot better. And I, I'm excited. Like, they're an exciting team. And, I, like I said, Steve Eisman's a good uh, a good GM, and they have nice pieces. Like, they got – They do. They have Raymond. They have – I like Larkin. Cider. Think, cider, yeah, you know? cider's unbelievable. So they're going to be interesting to watch. And I think you see these free agents that go there, and they realize that, and they want to be there, and it's going to make them more competitive. Hundred percent. Make them more yeah. experienced. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's a, that's one of my few teams that I do want to watch religiously. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the teams I'm looking forward to watch this year. Um, I, I got them on my radar, Anaheim Ducks, those two so far. Uh, just really interested to see what they do. I don't know if Detroit makes the playoffs. Um, I'm kind of... wishful thinking, but yeah. I, I would like to see it. I just I don't know, just because of the goaltending. I'm a little sketched out, but maybe Vili Huso really lives up the end of, the, of his deal. And um, don't be surprised. shows a starting role. I don't know. Yeah, and honestly, don't be surprised if Nadelkovich has a bounce back year too, because you got to remember, their decor has improved, and and the guy wasn't playing in front of a great decor last year. Like, you know, Detroit had the young prospects in their system and stuff like that, and Cider had an amazing year, but other than that, the team as a whole was still like in in uh, a lot of holes in growth. You know, yeah. and they were they were still growing, and and he was playing in front of a young, inexperienced team, and you know, it is what it is. So. Look for whether it's Huso or Nadalkovich to really take a step. It wouldn't sh- shock me at all now that they added some depth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if we're going to move on from Detroit here, I'm, I'm definitely excited to uh, I'm definitely excited to, to uh, watch them. There's no doubt about it. But I think we got to jump into something even, um, even bigger than the Detroit Red Wings. And we're, we're going to save it till the end. But I think me and Rick are too excited to yeah, talk about it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matthew Kachuk, one of my favorite players that I mentioned on this podcast several times. I wish the Rangers would get him somehow, and you know that, we knew oh, yeah. that wasn't going to happen once we seen that contract he signed. But goes to the Florida Panthers in exchange for Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. Shocked me. Shocked I remember me. I was I I was on the friggin' beach that day and sunburnt and a little bit hungover, and I was sitting on the couch at my girlfriend's house, pretty tired. And watching a movie or something, and uh, next thing you know, I get a tweet, and it's like Elliot Friedman or something, and it's just like, Kachuk to Florida, Pan- Kachuk to Panthers, and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? And I remember texting you right away, uh, Rick, and I was just like, geez, Kachuk's going to the Panthers? And then it says, uh, I'm thinking like, you know, it's going to be picks and prospects and all yeah. types of stuff, and next thing you know, it's like, Huberto's going the other, other way, I was like, oh my god. And then it says Uyghurs involved. I was like, gee, like they really liked Kachuk. Yeah. I like him too, but I was like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it it definitely surprised me, but when I sat back and thought about it, like they were giving a lot of flack to Bill Zito, the Florida GM and stuff, but you know what, man? Like 
that guy Zito in Florida, I give him credit. He sought out his guy. He was just like, I like Matthew Kachuk. This kid's 24. I think he might be 25 now. He's in the prime of his career, and he's probably yeah. only getting better. It's exactly what they needed. Um, they have a lot of skill. I mean, giving up Huberto is a big deal. That guy's a superstar. So it's it, it is I could see how it's like wow like you're gonna give up Huberto but like yeah, um I think part of it personnel wise if you spoke to the coaching staff maybe like would be like Huberto's so skilled and but he doesn't bring that element Kachuk does and in the right. playoffs they got pushed around a little bit and I, I don't think Huberto like Huberto's so good and I don't want to say he's not a playoff player because that's just insulting because he's such a good player but he doesn't he doesn't have that that like you know, uh, intensity that Kachuk yeah. has. Like, Kachuk yeah. puts up points in, in a different way. Like, he's not going to, like, you know, he's not going to deke you out and do all these fancy spinorama moves and stuff like that. He, he, he'll he score fucking goals, you know? And, and he's, you know, I've seen him score sick goals where he puts it through through his legs and stuff right, like that. Right, right, exactly. Um, he can do but it. But he could do it all. He'll fight, he'll, he'll hit. He, you know, he's not afraid to get in front of the net. So, I think... Zito is just like, that's the guy we need. Yep. They have Barkov, who's somehow, like, he's not really underrated anymore, but he's still somehow underrated. Like, that people don't talk about how good he is, and he's right. very good. You know, you got some goal scorers like Reinhardt, even Anthony Duclair had an awesome year. And he's an under-the-radar guy, too, yeah. Duclair. I think it's going to hurt losing Huberto, but, like, Having a tr- long term, I think this was a good move for Florida. Yeah, I think so too. You know? Yeah, long term, hundred percent. And uh, long term, great move for Florida. Short term, what a move by Calgary because like mm-hmm. they go from like Goudreau saying, "Yeah, I don't care how much money you pay me, I'm leaving," and Kachuk saying, "Trade me, I don't want to be here either." So yeah. like their 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 whole like team is falling apart. And next thing you know, yeah, exactly. They go out and get Huberto and Uyghur. They're you know. Huberto in exchange uh, for Kachuk, like you can make that argument, like who's better? That's like preference. Uh, I like Kachuk better personally. Right, right. But you could go back and forth on that. But adding Uyghur on top of that, their it's defense automatically crazy. gets better. It's awesome. And then we didn't get into it yet, but they also signed Nazem Kadri, which yeah. we're, we're going to talk about more. It's but crazy. still, like you gotta Brad give credit. Tree- Tree yeah. Living, he, he did a great job. There's yeah. No about it. Yeah, exactly. Especially with all the adversity he faced. I mean, you got to deal with what you had to deal with, and he, he got it done. I mean, that's... I, I don't think it gets any better than that, honestly. I mean, you got to give credit to the Calgary's general manager. 100%. I mean, for, for losing... Your, against the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. That's, a, yeah, that's why it's, like... It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's really impressive. You, you're losing your two star you know, players, and they verbally said it <laughs> and meant it, so. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, if, if this will be an interesting one, like, quite honestly, it wouldn't shock me, like, if the first year of this, it doesn't look awesome for Florida just because they lose Uyghur and stuff. I don't know, though. I mean, Kachuk's a, they call him a unicorn. Like, that <laughs> one player that, like, is, like, so unique that, like, it's not something you could get every day type of thing. Right. Like a guy like Kachuk, like it's not like Kachuk's just like a tough power forward that puts up 40 points a year. Like mm-hmm. this guy puts up fucking a hundred and something points and he plays that way. Like right. that's, that's, you want to win in the playoffs? That's who you need. Yeah. You need a guy that's like, 
He's going to piss people off. He's going to score. He's going to get in front of the net. He's going to do whatever he has to do. And he's skilled on top of that. You know, this guy makes plays. He, you know, he's just an, a really good player. You know, um, but yeah, like Calgary gets Huberto, which is amazing. Like, because he's a superstar too. They gave him a massive contract. Um, I forgot who was talking about it that apparently, like, when Florida's GM called Huberto to tell him that he was traded, he just hung up. Yeah. Like, he was just like, are you serious? Like, fuck you. Yeah, he literally uh, said fuck you, didn't he? Something like that. I don't... I saw it. One of those, one of those guys, uh, I don't know if it was Elliot Friedman or, or Frank Cerebelli, one of those guys were, was talking about it, thought it was kind of funny, but um, big difference going from, like, living on the beach with jet skis to going to Western Canada. And, yeah, it's crazy. You know, dealing with snow and shit, but uh, less than ten and a half million a year, I guess we'll change your mind a little bit about that maybe a little bit maybe um, just a little bit but yeah i mean listen calgary did a good job and we'll see how it works out calgary's looking really good um but overall if you ask me like who wins this trade i just say florida because of how much i like kachuk i i could see why people think florida gave up too much 100%, because uberto yeah. and Uyghur is a lot the same thing but when you break it down i mean they still have an Soon amazing time. elite number one center in barkov they still have a number one d-man in ekblad now they have Kachuk. They have, you know, they don't have a lot of depth, but they have some guys that can score. And they have Bobrovsky still at camp. He's making a ton of money. He had a great year last year. And then they got Spencer Knight, too, who's supposed yeah. to be one of the best young goalies in the league. He hasn't had too much time to prove it. But so I, I still think Florida's good. You can make the argument they gave up a, too, a little too much for Kachuk, but still, I mean, um, he's, like I said, he's a unicorn, Kachuk. So I, I think. At the end of the day, long term, I think Florida's going to win that trade. I mean, I'll come back and talk to you guys in th- three, four years, and we'll, we'll have that conversation again, see <laughs> if I was wrong or right. But Absolutely. We'll uh, see how that pans out. Um, real quick, before let's wrap up Calgary. But I want to mention with Kadri, it's pretty crazy that they signed him. I did not expect that at all. I really thought the Islanders had him going. Um, I got teased all offseason with the Islanders. They didn't make one fucking move. I don't even want to talk about it. Very upset, but it is what it is. Um, Kadri going to Calgary was pretty shocking to me. I didn't even think they had the cap room to do it. I didn't even think anything was going to happen with him um, in a Canadian market, honestly. I didn't think, I just, I didn't think he would do it. Go to like Edmonton, go to Vancouver, go to Calgary. I just didn't think, I couldn't, I just couldn't see it. I couldn't see the fit there, but. I bet he wanted to stay in Colorado, and Colorado True. literally just ran out of money. Um, yeah. And it came down to getting paid. And I don't know what happened with the Islanders, if he was interested in going there and they didn't have the cap space or, he, you know, if there was mutual interest or, or what the case was. But um, all I know is that, yeah, Calgary did a good job, and Kadri is still going to be a very good player um, for quite a few years, I think, you know, and um, it was a lot of money, but like, what is Calgary going to do? I mean, they lose Goudreau and Kachuk. Like, they have to try to wreck and, like, you don't want to, like, wreck your team and, and have the fans be pissed. I mean, they, that guy, Tree Living, the GM of uh, Calgary, went out and did, like, the best he could. Exactly. Like, he, you know, he really did. And, um, do I, 30, I think Kadri's like 32 is the end of that contract. Look great. Maybe not, but, like, that's just the price you have to pay if you yeah. want a good player. Like, Sometimes you have to do stuff like that. Um, they did an awesome job. Uh, optimi- if you look at it optimistically, if you look at it pessimistically, 
would I rather have Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau instead of Huberto and Kadri? Yes, I'd rather have Kachuk and Gaudreau. There's probably people out there that would disagree, but that's just me. Um, but either way, Calgary did a great job. There's no doubt about it. 100%. 100%. And they're looking good still. I mean, look, they still have Markstrom's an amazing goalie. Doesn't yeah. get talked about it enough. They still have a solid decor, especially Very now solid. with Wegar. Very um, solid. They're going to be a damn good team again. That's yeah. that's the fact. I mean, Hell yeah. As good, I don't know. Like I don't. We don't know. know but no, like they're gonna be close. They're gonna be close. Because he had these new guys fit in that system. Uh, in that system, so you know it'll be good. It'll be good to see. Good hockey to watch. Um, you know, let's let's move on from them. Um, let's let's talk about Jack Campbell real quick in Edmonton since we're in Canada right now talking about Canada. Um, Jack Campbell going to Edmonton. We had this reverse. I thought Kemper would go to uh, Edmonton. Jack Campbell would go to Washington. That's what I had. I was actually um, thinking before they Detroit made the Huso trade that he may go to Detroit because I know Detroit was kind of like looking for a goalie and Campbell's right. a Michigan guy. So uh, I remember thinking he, but like, uh, you know, that's why Steve Eiserman's smarter than me. Though. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day, Jack. Maybe one day he'll be there. Um, listen, I, I, think, uh, I think that's a great addition. I think it's great. I think it's a big upgrade from uh, Miko Koskinen and uh, oh, yeah. Mike Smith. I think that's just, especially uh, given the goalie market, what they had available, I think that's as good as it gets. And it's just going to be interesting how that pans out now that they have a goalie. I mean, listen, I'm not trying to hype this guy up as, as Martin Brodeur, obviously. Nobody like that. But yeah. Jack Campbell's still a solid goalie. Solid goalie. Um, you know, I, I don't think... Yeah, exactly. I was just going to get into that, the contract. I don't think that's a crazy overpayment. I, 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 If you say it's an overpayment, I don't think you know the market. And that's the facts. Like, I think with McDavid having that anchor in net, and I think him mentally knowing that, I think he's just going to even explode even more. You know? I think he's just going to go off even more. Him and Drysidle. So, Edmonton's going to be a great team to watch, too. Always are, especially when it's Connor McDavid on the ice. Resigning Evander Kane, I loved that. Um, I think Kane puts in forty goals this year. Calling it now, forty goal score um, wouldn't wouldn't shock me if he did that. Um, yeah. I I can't wait to watch that team. I used to watch them all the time there last McDavid, year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, they're always fun to watch. I, I I can't wait to stay up late and watch that game. Yeah, Watch I agree. Their games, so. I, I always like watching McDavid. Yeah, he's you know, he's a good selling point for the NHL. Just watch that guy fly around, you know. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I mean to 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 the point with Campbell. Yeah, listen, Edmonton's a big market, big pressure market. But I think that's one of the reasons Campbell will fit right in there. He was in Toronto. He's used to the high pressure market already. Toronto's Toronto, right? So, um. You know, it's, it's not like you're plugging, you're, you're taking a guy out of Arizona or Carolina to go play in Edmonton. Like, um, you know, this guy's been in the big market before and dealt with the media and the pressure right. and all that stuff, and he's handled it well. Right. So, yeah, I'm very curious. It's a huge upgrade, there's no doubt, and I, I like Edmonton a lot. I mean, just because of McDavid and Dreisaitl, you don't need to be a hockey expert to figure that one out. Right. Um, but, yeah, adding Campbell so makes their goaltending situation way more solidified like you mentioned over Koskinen and, and Mike Smith who is aging so there's no doubt about it and yeah I'm, I'm excited to see how he does yeah it's, it's going to be uh, must watch hockey uh, 
just really excited. I, I, I can't I can't voice it enough. It might not sound like I'm excited, but um, my emotions are through the roof. I can't wait. Um, let's talk about Trocheck real quick. I want to talk about the Rangers real quick. Um, Trocheck, I actually like the the uh, the signing. I was a little taken back because I I didn't even think of him going to the Rangers. I just I just didn't think of it at all. Um, that's another guy. Like uh, I was talking about Kadri before. So Trocheck, I mean. This guy, he's, he wins face-offs, right? Good power play, can shoot the puck, put the puck in the net, you can set it up. I mean, this is a guy you want, especially if you're going to lose Cop. I think it's a little bit of an upgrade from Cop, but I think he's going to fit really well there. I think he's going to fit really well on that team. I do too. Um, consistently, he played great in Carolina. Right. He's proven that he's not... He, he plays with some grit, too, a little bit of edge to him. You know, he's not, like, a huge yeah. guy or anything, but he, he, you know, he's not afraid to mix it up a little bit. Um, he's good at face-offs, too. So, you yeah. know, the Rangers subtract Strom and Kopp, um, and they add Trocheck, which I think Trocheck could do a little bit of both. You know, he may not be as, as tough and, and you know, um, penalty-killing-wise as, as Kopp, but... I think overall, like Trocheck's probably the best player out of the three, if you have to pick, I would think. So, um, I think it's an upgrade, and it's a fair contract. I think it's five point six, five point six and change, I believe. So, you know, I'm excited for my Rangers. They have a good team, and you know, Shostakin keeps getting better. They had Trocheck, right. you know, um, who's probably play with Panarin, I would think. Panarin and Kako, or Panarin and Lafreniere. So you have the Kreider's Abanjed line up top. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I think it was a good signing for sure. Um, yeah, I didn't really have him pegged. I, I actually, I don't know, for some reason, I always think about what city the guy's from. And I know he's a Pittsburgh guy. He's from Pennsylvania area. So, right. like, oh, maybe Pittsburgh will go after him. Maybe they did. But, you know, it's a good fit with, with the Rangers, you know. And letting Strom go, they had a little cap space to, to offer him. So Right. Yeah, I think his play style... Uh, bringing it into the Rangers. I think he's definitely an upgrade from Cop. Definitely an upgrade from Strom. Um, I, I think he's going to fit in. Don't be surprised with the first 15 games, 20 games. It doesn't might not pan out correctly, but I think I think, I think it's going to be a solid fit. Um, I think the Rangers easily make the playoffs next year. That's coming from an Islander fan. Oh, yeah. Um, I could see them making another deep run. And the the future there is bright, so it's pretty scary. They're young core, so uh, that's gonna be a must watch team for sure. Uh, since we're in the uh, you know tri state area over there, let's talk about uh, the Devils. This is a team I want to get into. I loved all the moves they made. Um, they got John Marino. They got Palat. Uh, I know they traded away a prospect, Ty Smith. You know, but listen, sometimes you gotta do some things. Hopefully it doesn't come back to haunt them. Um, I think this is a team that just keeps getting better. You got Dawson Mercer, Jesper Bratt, uh, Jack Hughes. You know you're solid up the middle. You got you got a veteran leader, Palat. You know I was shocked. I thought I thought he would stay in Tampa. You know. Um, yeah, I heard a rumor he wants to stay. Yeah. I heard he he took like he he was willing to take a lot less money. 
maybe not a lot less, but like a good amount less than what he got from New Jersey, and they just Tampa had no cap space, really. Right. You know, that's yeah. basically what it came. They were handcuffed. To. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Good fit. He's another guy. <clears throat> Obviously, Stanley Cup pedigree, playoff right. pedigree. It's been there. <clears throat> he could be there for those guys like Hughes and Heischer and um, these guys, like some of these guys, these young guys that haven't really had a lot of playoff experience. And you know, New Jersey's definitely trying to take that next step. It's been year after year where they're in oh, the yeah. top. They're drafting high because they just haven't been good. Like, you can only stay like that for so long. I, I do think they're trying to make a step. I don't know how much I really believe in them, honestly. Uh, but they have some nice pieces. It's really, does Jack yeah, Hughes continuously get better? You know, um, I like him. I think, you know, it's not going to shock me if he does. And I don't know. I think they did a good job. But is, he the, is it the best fit for him? Probably not. But he probably looked at it like, where else am I getting $30 million? Not going to be in Tampa. Tampa ran out of money, basically. He's won cups with them. So, don't blame him. He's going to go try to get paid, and that's in New Jersey. So, you know, he teaches those young kids how to be a champion, I guess, and how to play in the playoffs and, you know, be some good experience for uh, guys like Hughes and Heischer, Holtz, um, some of their other young guys. Yeah, I think, uh, I think if they fix their goaltending situation... Um, I think they're going to have a very bright future. I don't know their farm system with, with goalies. I don't know if there's anybody worth notable mentioning. No disrespect. But, um, I mean, I just – Devils Devils are a team on the rise, I think. And and I'm not saying they're making the playoffs. You know, I'm not saying anything like that. I'm just saying that uh, give it two to three years and – and I think they're trending up, and the New York Islanders are trending down. Sorry if I'm being a negative Nancy to all the other uh, Islander fans that would be possibly listening. But um, yeah, I don't know. We we could we can move on from the Devils. Let's yeah. Uh, and then Islanders defense, I will defend the defend them. Ranger fan defending the Islanders here. I think they screwed a little bit last year with COVID. Yeah, and all that true. BS yeah, and um, the fucking uh, road shit. Yeah, all those pe- you know games they, should have been rescheduled. They missed games. They missed players were missing and and you know i think it was kind of a weird year for them and i do think they're a solid team i, I wouldn't be going out on a limb saying the islanders are my cup pick that's for damn sure but yeah. i do think they're gonna be a contender like they're they're a better team than they showed last I year i think they have a bounce back year too i think barzell goes off i think he's kind of finally Sorokin's the... really good I, I would have liked to seen them maybe add like something something something, something. If they could have be a trade or free agency, but you know, whatever. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah, we'll see. I, I really don't even have much to say besides we'll see what happens. And, and basically, what I said before is that uh, they added Romanov. Like that's really all they did. Romanov, yeah. And listen, I freaked out, hated that pick, uh, hated that uh, that move, and then I sat back, relaxed, and really analyzed it. And I was like, you know what? For right now, where they're at, what they're doing, I like it. I do like it. So, all right, folks, that brings us to our rapid fire segment. Uh, me and Jack Farris are gonna go off, going back and forth, going off topics. We have about thirty seconds to talk about it. Um, let's talk about it. Jack, what do you think about the Ottawa Senators getting Giroux? I think it's perfect for them. It's exactly what they need. Some some 
a guy with some, you know, some leadership qualities and some pedigree to his game. He's from the Ottawa area. Um, Brady Kachuk's the captain there, but they have a lot of young, nice pieces there, and he's going to slide right in, and it's kind of exactly what they need, a nice centerman with, ex- with some experience that wants to be there. Exactly. You know, I love that signing. I do. Uh, like you said, he wants to be there. He wants to play. Good distributor of the puck. Going to be great to see him, see how he gels with Debrinket. Um, you got Thomas Jabot on the uh, the back end there. They got some good pieces. You mentioned Brady Chuck. I, I can't wait to see them, and that's a solid top six that they have. That's a scary top six. They've done an incredible job. If they could just add a right-hand shot to email, like we mentioned earlier, they're going to be very dangerous, I think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so number two here at Rapid Fire segment here, uh, Matt Murray going to Toronto. Matt Murray going to Toronto. I like it. Um, uh, listen, this is another guy. I keep using this word pedigree. He's got Stanley Cup pedigree with Pittsburgh. Um Kyle Dubas, GM of Toronto, is hoping that he could rebound his game from back in the day when he played very well in Pittsburgh. He went to Ottawa, signed that extension, did not work out well, obviously. For whatever reason, just then, you know, Ottawa's a rebuilding team at the time, so he's playing in front of a rebuilding young core. Maybe he plays in front of Toronto, who's, you know, already pretty well set up, and it could be... Maybe they find that spark again, and and maybe you know it's that's that could be the piece Toronto needs, you know. Right. Yeah, that could be a beautiful uh, bounce back season for a career. You know, that's been you know basically taken off for about a year or two. You know, if you think about it, out out in Ottawa, um, we'll see. That's going to be very interesting how that plans out with all with all those solid players in front of them. Um, and then they got Samsonov, or is it pronounced Samsonov? I don't know. I hear two different yep. pronunciations on it, but um, I mean, listen, I, I think he's solid. Think he's solid. I don't think he's crazy. Don't think he's anything to write home about. But we'll see. I think that's a solid two tandem that they got, and um, that's about it, folks. Uh, let's get down to Burns and Carolina. We'll talk about the Carolina Hurricanes. We got yeah. Max Pax Ready there as well. Um, yeah, listen. Uh, I like it a lot. At first, I thought it was kind of a weird trade. I was like, "What are they doing?" But number one, um. They already have great defensemen like Slavin, Jacob Slavin, and um, Brett Pesci, Brady Shea. They got a solid decor. They add Burns to that. It's it's perfect. Um, he uh, he's going to be kind of the Tony D'Angelo uh, replacement too on the right true. side. Very I, true. I don't think he's as he, he's not he doesn't like walk the blue line and, and he's not as uh, agile as D'Angelo as, as far as that goes. Uh, but he shoots the puck. He can hammer the puck. He can move the puck. Um, I think he's a he's a decent replacement, and he's got a lot of playoff experience himself. Right. So that could really work out well for Carolina. Yeah, I mean, listen, real quick. Uh, like you said, playoff experience. He's been there. I think he's gonna be a great fit for playoffs. So that should be a great fit, honestly. And like you said, I was a little weirded out at first, but then you know, sat back, looked at it. Okay, no no problem. Um, no problem. Also, is Max Pacioretty for dirt cheap? No problem. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No problem, is right. He's uh, he, uh, I wanted to jump on, you know, talk about this a little earlier. Actually, he got yeah, he got traded for literally nothing because Vegas had to get rid of cap space. They had no choice. Um, so that does suck. I mean, some people have different ways of looking at it. Vegas always goes for it. You know, they always try to make the big move to improve, which you could kind of respect in a lot of ways. They want to win ever since they got the taste of winning after their that first, like, Cinderella year, which was pretty incredible. But still, like, 
after that, they kind of got trigger happy and started making these trades and fizzled out. And yeah, and they they have to get rid of other guys that that were part of that core in order to get a free agent. That just doesn't always work out. And right. uh, you know, you don't want to. They're starting to get the reputation where it's like, all right, like, do I want to sign there because am I going to be the guy that's shipped out next season because they want someone else? And, right, right. Um, and that's kind of what's happened with Pacioretty. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it is what it is. Uh, he. It, I loved it for Carolina at the time, to be honest with you, but now he's hurt. So he's going to be out right. for quite some time. I'm sure he'll come back some point in the middle to the end of the season. They'll have him for the playoffs and stuff, but he's got to have, I don't even know if it's ACL surgery or something. He had some sort of injury that he's got to take care of. He's going to be out for some time, but right. um, if he wasn't out for some time, I mean, what it, that would have been a great deal for Carolina. They basically get him for nothing. So uh, yeah, I, you know, it sucks for Vegas having to give up a guy for nothing, but now he's injured anyway. So, so yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Um, speaking of Vegas, real quick, I just want to mention Phil Kessel. Mr. Phil. Fat Phil. What's going on? Phil the Thrill, yeah. Phil the Thrill. Yeah, he's, uh, listen, he actually put up pretty decent numbers in Arizona, who they were a crappy team last year. Let's, let's face it. Dumpster fire. Let's Sorry. face it, right? So, um, I don't know. I mean, look, if he's playing with like Eichel and Stone, I could see him putting up points. If you, you could know. get him the puck, I mean, I know. Listen, I know he only had nine goals and like forty six assists or something, but he kind of play took the role of a playmaker last year. I guess. Um, usually, you see him like one time in and sniping the puck. But yeah. Listen, um, maybe when he's set up around those guys, he's just able to put the puck in the net more, um, yeah. maybe just distribute even more since he kind of was more of like a, a passer last year. Um, that's just going to be interesting to see how that plans out. Um, I kind of thought he would retire or something. I, I didn't, I really didn't think he would play. I, I just, I, I knew he was not the oldest player. I just thought, yeah, I, I don't even want to talk about retirement with him, but I well, did bring it up. I just, I don't know. I feel like after being on Arizona, yeah. All right, I'm done. Well, he's got plenty of he's got plenty of money. I don't think it's a money thing, but yeah. With with Castle, another thing, pedigree. Guy's got yeah. Stanley Cup experience true. with Pittsburgh. It's very true. Um, he listen. Castle wasn't gonna go to Winnipeg or something. That's no. for sure. He went to Vegas. It's Vegas is not. That's one of the reasons why Vegas can attract free agents <laughs> is because it's a cool place to right. go to and there's right. low income tax and everything else. So, exactly. uh, you know, so um. I, I could see him doing well there, but I got my question. Vegas is questionable. I feel like they don't have enough depth, and part of the reason is because they they never have cap space, so they can't really fill out their roster all the time. True. So, But we'll see. I, I would not be surprised if he's playing with Eichel that he puts up some points. All right, so real quick, let's dive into somebody. Um, Mr. Jeff Petrie in Pittsburgh. Petrie. Jeff Petrie in Pittsburgh. Petrie. Well, if you remember back when Montreal was actually – uh, good, and they went on that run. How friggin' well that guy played in the playoffs. He was a monster. Um, and he had the off year after that. He had battled some injuries. He's a little bit older now, but um, I think he's still solid. And obviously, Pittsburgh's management staff sees something they like in him. Uh, they got rid of Matheson to bring in Petrie. Um, I like it. Right hand shot. He's big. He's tough. Right. Um, I'm sure they did their research and realized he's not injured anymore or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, he goes into a pretty solid veteran core with guys like Crosby, Malkin, Latang, you know, Jake Gensel, stuff like, you know, guys like that. So I could see him fitting in well there. Um, 
he's older, he's a veteran D-man, but that might be exactly what they kind of need. You know, maybe he plays with Ty Smith, the, the younger defenseman they get from New True. Jersey. It's very possible. True. Yeah, that's going to be fun how that uh, pans out there. It's going to be, uh, once again, a, another fun team to watch, Pittsburgh, only because it's kind of like an end of an era, in a way. Yeah. You know, and I know they got some good young core pieces like uh, like uh, Gensel. You know, that, that guy's fucking awesome, man. He's oh, yeah. a pure, pure sniper. So, um, I'm going to be watching a lot of Pittsburgh this year as well, just because of, uh, like I said, end of an era. Um, speaking of end of an era a little bit, I feel like, Makes me feel old. Um, also saying that because grew up watching, you know, Crosby and Ovechkin. I want to talk about Washington real quick, real quick. Acquisition of Kemper, Strom, and Connor Brown. Yep. So I don't actually, I actually, honestly, I don't know much about Connor Brown. He was like a twenty goal scorer, mm-hmm. but um, I think player. it's gonna be a solid, solid player, solid fit. Um, after I looked at film and his play style. Honestly, I really haven't. I, I really don't know much about Connor Brown. I really don't. Yeah, I, I like him. Uh, he's always played well in Ottawa. He was on Toronto before that, um, right. and he played pretty decent for them. So yeah, he'll uh, he'll be a solid winger for them, and you know he plays with some grit as well. Good. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm really interested in Dylan Strom because Backstrom's going to be out maybe the entire year. Yeah, so Strom may get to take Backstrom's spot and trying to distribute the puck to Ovechkin. Right. And maybe... Get some top six minutes. Yeah, he's going to be playing with probably Ovechkin and Kuznetsov. You know, Mantha or Wilson or something like that. So, uh... Yeah, no, it's... I could see this being a good spot for Strom. Um, It's kind of... He he had a good year with Chicago, and Chicago just let him walk. And he was a restricted free agent. It was kind of a weird situation. Right, yeah. Like, but whatever. Um, Yeah, we'll see how he does. We'll see how he does, and... Washington's a weird one. I mean, they do add Kemper, which I think is underrated. People aren't yeah. thinking of it, but he's a good goalie, and he just he won is. a cup. You know yeah. I mean? that's uh, We'll see what happens. But, yeah, I think Washington makes the playoffs. I think so, I don't, too. I don't have them as a cup winner, but they're definitely making the playoffs. I think they make the playoffs 100%. You know? Um, I like these additions. I just, I, I they can't. They probably have enough assets to Washington to make a trip. Like, I, I could see yeah. them in... in during the season or at the deadline, making right. a, whether it's a pick or a prospect or whatever they got, whatever they got to, yep, to exactly. upgrade their blue line or get another forward, I could see that happening for sure. Hundred you know, percent, they have the assets. Hundred percent. Um, trade I want to talk about that we didn't mention um, was McDonough going to Nashville. I think that was pretty crazy out of left field. I know they had to move cap. I knew they were tight yep. on the cap. Um, I just didn't see it. I, I kind of came out of nowhere, honestly. Yeah, they were forced into doing that, so. I think, and another cap casualty. And I really like Ryan McDonough, and he was awesome for the Rangers, and he was awesome for Tampa too. And he was a leader, and the guy's good. He's still good. And you know, I don't think you know it wasn't like, oh, let's get rid of this guy. He's not good. It's like we have to move someone. Who are we gonna move? Right. Came down to McDonough. He's making like just under seven million. So they trade him. For they get that guy Philip Myers, who's kind of like a project. Uh, he's been in the league a little bit. We'll see if he could, you know, turn his career around, and start playing well. Maybe in Tampa is a good spot. Maybe um, they also went out and got Ian Cole for fairly cheap and free agency one year deal. So they're probably hoping he could do some things that McDonough did. But um, yeah, I mean that sucks. Like it would, I'm sure Tampa, if they could, would keep McDonough. Of course, but I think he does well in Nashville. He'll probably fit so in well too. with them. Um, 
Nashville already had a probably exactly what Nashville needed was a guy like McDonough because you know you have Yossi and Ekholm. After that, like you don't have that great of a blue line. That now you have like McDonough and Fabro as the second pair. That's right, seems pretty good to me. Right. Um, I want to talk about the Forsberg extension. I never had. I think we might have nailed it with him. I think we say well, he doesn't go anywhere because I, I was like I, I can't s- picture him. I call. Yeah, I, I don't said, remember actually. I said he was he was gonna stay in Nashville. I knew it. I definitely said that. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't I couldn't figure out what it what it was. Um, I, I just didn't have a, a spot. The only spot he could sign for eight years, and who wants to leave Nashville when he could sign for eight years at big money? You know. That's true. And I really like him as a player. He always puts up points. Yeah, I thought that was good. I thought uh, I th- I don't know. I just thought that that re-signing was good. You didn't want to really lose him. He's been there and knows the system, right? So that's good. Another extension. Nathan McKinnon, Mr. Big Bucks, twelve point six time, highest paid player in the league now, just over McDavid. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. I mean, well be, deserved, but it's just be, yeah. crazy. You know what it is? Real quick, is that they have the lowest cap ceiling. You know, the lowest ca- team cap total. You know, that cap needs to rise. If it wouldn't be so outrageous, you know, yeah. if it, I think it's well deserved as a player. But from a team general management structure, it's like, oh, man. Yeah. You know? So, you know, the, I know I saw something recently. It's going to go to like $96 million by 2029, I think it was. Or 2028, yeah. something like that. So that's good. But that's what's projected. So we'll see. But, uh,. I mean, this guy, he's unbelievable. Yeah, no, he's he unbelievable. He just won a cup. I know. So, like, how are you not paying him? But exactly. Like, uh, yeah. He, you know, he's he's worth it right now. You know, when, you, when you're winning cups with guys and he's putting up 100 points, it's like, no one's going to be like, oh, why'd you pay that guy? You know what I mean? So, right. Uh, he's worth it. That's for sure. I mean, and McCarr's making, like, nine, and they're just both unbelievable. I mean, um at least they're locked in. Like it'll it'll make Colorado's GM's job a little harder now to maneuver around the cap and fill in around those guys. But they have their superstar set at least now. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. No. Listen. Um, they re-signed Nachuskin. I uh, I I just think. Which I like. I like Nachuskin, but no, I, I thought do too. it seemed high. Very high for him, but I just you know what I like. I like how they. I know they let Borakovsky walk, but they kind of kept most of the core together. And um, don't yeah, they count, kept don't, Manson. They got Byram. Yeah. That's I know Kemper left. I want to, you know, I'm mentioning core. I know Kemper left, but you know, you got Fran Frances, Francois, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Sorry, Chicken Frances. Um, yeah, that's what I call him, Chicken Frances. If you heard the other podcast episodes, um, but listen, I know they they got Gorgiev in there, but don't count out Colorado. I know they just, I know, oh no shit, because they just want a cup, but you know. Just don't count them out due to the offseason moves they made. I mean, I, I think they're still just as good as they were. They were. So, um, enough of that. Let's talk about Patty Kane. Does he get traded, Jack? What do you think? I think he does by the deadline. I'm giving it by the deadline. Um, yeah, I listen, uh, you're probably going to laugh at me. I, I'm i calling it now he gets traded to the Rangers by the <laughs> deadline. Um, yeah. And I'm not just saying that to be a goofy Rangers fan. I think the Rangers have the assets. And I yeah. think Patty Kane, if he gets traded, Chicago doesn't hold the cards and say, hey, we could get the most from Vancouver, so we're trading you there. Right. He's going to say, no, 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 I have a 
trade clause, I'll fucking go here, or I'll just stay here until my contract expires. Right. I could be completely wrong. Maybe Kane wants to be a Chicago Blackhawk his entire life, or his entire career, whether they suck or they're good. And we right. know they're going to probably suck. Yeah, Who they have? true. They signed Max Domi. I like Max Domi. They, they're not going to be a good team. No. They got rid of everybody. They got rid of DeBrinket. They got rid of, you know. They got literally... They're tanking for Connor Bedard. Yeah. They, their best thing that could happen to them is getting Bedard. But um, I think he... I, I would think he'd get traded. He's from the New York area. Clo- he's a, he's from, like, Buffalo or close to Buffalo, somewhere upstate New York. Um, I mean, him coming... They call him Showtime. You know what I mean? Like, coming to Madison Square Garden, playing with Panarin, who he used to play with in Chicago. Oh, that would be so nice. It would be unbelievable. It would be sick. So... Obviously, Chicago would have to hold half his cap, but it's not a big deal because he's only got this one final year on his contract anyway. So, if Chicago holds half and the Rangers give up some picks and a couple prospects or something like that and make it happen, um, we'll see. You know, I don't know. I, you know, I, the only reason I believe that can happen is, like I said, I I don't know exactly Kane's trade clauses, but right, I guarantee you he has trade clauses where they're not going to sure trade him wherever they want. No. It's going to be where kind of where he wants. It has to be a mutual yeah. agreement, I'm yeah. sure. There's no way that the organization has the most say. I, there's a 100% of trade clause. We all and know I, that. Listen, you could think of pretty much any team that Pat Kane would fit in on because he's that good. Oh, but 100%. I think if it's up to him, I just think he'd probably come to New York. It's yeah. a, it's Madison. It's New York City. It's cl- kind of close to home for him. Right. It's the United States still. It's the Rangers. Panarin's there. Right. right. They're listen, a good team, you know. You're, you're going to laugh at me. Um, and I'm only saying this, honestly, because we really didn't talk about much of them. Uh, oh, boy. We didn't talk about much of them at all, actually. Not even one mention. I'm going to mention them now. Um, this is totally out of left field, but I can see it happening just because it's so random. I can see him fitting on Minnesota Wild. I know we probably might not have any interest going all the way to the west coast of Minnesota instead of New York, where... Like you said, New York has the assets. I'm not totally covered on Minnesota, but that was that was a crazy team last year that they had. So yeah, and and Billy Garen, GM of he, uh, yeah, he's ballsy. Like, he is. See him doing stuff. He is. Uh, and they do have some assets. They have Minnesota. some assets. It's smart. They got it's Marco actually, Rossi. It's a good point. Um, you know, I it's just they have a lot. Of, yeah, they have assets. They have some picks. They're not gonna have cap space for a while, but I guess this right. year wouldn't matter as long as Chicago held it. Yeah. Um, if he's willing to go to Minnesota, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you're right. I just think Rangers is probably the better yeah. fit. No, I know. I mean, That's he what used I'm to saying. play with Panera. It's New York. Yeah. They're really good. He knows they're good. Right. He's from right. New yeah, York. It's no secret. You know, he's not from well, New York City, but he's from Buffalo. And I'm just thinking that. He's not going to go with the Sabres. I, you know, like. No. They're not good enough yet. If, yeah. That would be a beautiful thing, though, if, like, Sabres were as good as, like, the Rangers level, and they could get him. That would be so cool to, just to see that. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, That's I, yeah. for, as a fan, just seeing that, it's, it's cool as shit. And Buffalo's a crazy a big hockey team. Yeah, they yeah, think about the Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah. Like, they go crazy for the hockey, you know? So, um, I was just thinking of Minnesota Wild just because it's so out there, and if he didn't go to the Rangers, if he didn't go to an East Coast team, where would he go? I, I, was, I just thought of the Minnesota Wild just because they, they kind of have some assets to move, and... They were good last year, so... That'll yeah, be my homework. You know what? That should be our fans' homework. Look up Patrick Kane's trade clause, if you can. Tell us on Instagram what uh, what it is. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, uh, I imagine that he's got a big say in where he goes. Oh, yeah. 
I'm sure there's maybe like seven teams or like eight teams he'll go to. You know, he. I, I mean, he's he was such a high profile player. He may have a no move clause. Like so, he'll be like, "Yes, yeah, send me the Rangers or don't send me anywhere." Like it, yeah. it might be one of those things. Awesome. You know, if you're like a, a average player, they're like, "You're going to Winnipeg, dude." You know what I mean? Like yeah. a guy like him, I. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It could maybe it depends on his agent at the time who signed it, but like he could just. There's a lot of players that are like, "No, I'm going here," right? Like, right. Or I'm not going anywhere, and then right. they kind of get forced to trade them that. You know, if you don't have a trade clause, they could trade you anywhere. It'll be the highest bidder. And then right. if Arizona or whoever... Oh, that, I hope he doesn't you know, go to Arizona. He ain't going to Arizona. There's no he way He wants to happens. win. There's no way that happens. He wants to win. There's no way. He's going to go to New York or... I I mean, I don't think Tampa has the, the assets. I don't think so. No, I don't think you he know? goes to Tampa. Especially with the cap space. Even if they People talk about salary. Toronto. That would be... Pretty sick, Kane Matthews, and Toronto's a good team, but like Can I just, imagine? I don't know. I don't think he'll go to Canada. No disrespect to Canada. I think no, Canada's I cool. So. He's but a USA like, guy. He's USA. He's, he's, he's no way he goes. I just to think Canada. New York. Not only because it's New York, and he's from there, but it's, it's the New York City. It's a big, big. It's, it's like a big showcase, like Chicago. If he goes to Canada, he used any, to play with Panarin. If he goes to any Canadian team, I, I'm saying Edmonton. I'm saying Edmonton. Just because like, of McDavid? Yeah, just because of McDavid and Dreisaitl. Just, I mean, that's yeah. unreal. I'd be very surprised, but... That's unreal. Um, honorable mentions real quick, folks. Not to just cut short with Patty Kane. Um, San Jose Sharks. Mike Greer. New GM. David Quinn, new head coach. Yeah. And and that Jack Farris called that with David Quinn going, yeah. going there. I do have to say. Yeah. Um, I think they're in because good of hands. my career. Yeah, because I knew they had the history with the yeah. Boston University. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny how that panned out. But um, I think they're in good hands. I think I think them moving Burns, just getting rid of the contract was a, f- a fresh start and just okay. Now we got something to work with. You know, you know, I don't think they made any major moves to free him up and whatnot. But I'm just saying, it's just. It's a step in the right direction, even though acquire you know Carolina acquiring Burns was good for them and whatnot. But um, San Jose's in good hands, I think. Mike Green knows what he's doing, and um, I'm excited to see that you see what happens with that team in the years to come. So me too. Uh, I like Timo Meyer. Yeah, like people forget about Meyer and Hurdle. They're both very good. Underrated. Players. Underrated. Um, you know they. I think they have a couple rough year or two ahead of them, but like. Yeah, I think if they keep putting in young players and, you know, David Quinn, that's like his thing is dealing with young players. He was a college coach and that's what he did with the Rangers and stuff like that. So, um, we'll see how they do. I don't know. It's tough because you still got like Hurdle and Meyer and you have Logan Couture. I don't know what's going to go on. He's got a big contract. Um, you got guys like that and you have, you know, Eric Carlson still, I mean, who's battled injuries and he used to be right. such a superstar defenseman. Yeah, like, does he, else, does he bounce back and have an amazing year or not? Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I he's at the injuries and the age have caught up with him. Unfortunately could be wrong. Maybe he has a 60 point season next year. I don't know. I, you know, it's so hard to judge that type of stuff as they get older and the injuries really make that more complicated. But, um, I think Quinn will do a good job with the young guys there. And, uh, you know, We'll see what happens. I, you know, it almost seems like at this point maybe, like being okay with 
two to three years of not being good, but like acquiring a bunch of assets and kind of rebuilding kind of almost like the Detroit way. Next thing right. you know, you got some stars again that are young. Right. I don't know. That might be the move. We'll see what happens. I mean, I don't know what else they could really do. They didn't go after anyone in free agency. I don't think they really have all that much cap space. Carlson makes a ton of money. Couture makes a ton of money. They still have Mark Edward Flasic, who makes a lot of money. Yeah, he does. Um, but they also have some young pieces that uh, William Eklund and. Um, True. So yeah, we'll see where that goes. We'll see what happens with San Jose. They're interesting. It's kind of interesting to see if they're gonna, you know, go into a full full rebuild or they yeah. make some sort of savvy trade and try I to see be competitive going somewhere. Yeah. Couture. I can see him going. Because you got to think. I don't know where yet. I don't know where yet. I didn't, you got to think if their goal, their goal was to be competitive and make the playoffs. Like, why would you get rid of Burns? Like, right. Why make that right. move? If you're gonna make that move, you might as well keep making moves and right. acquire assets and rebuild. You know. But we'll see what happens. Absolutely. Um, last team I want to briefly mention is uh, the Coyotes. Um, good luck. That's all I have to say. Playing at I, I gotta say college I would, university. That's I'd crazy. love to go it's see tough. a game there. Because like, oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Anyone. Like, you go see, like, Edmonton or Toronto or the Rangers or Islanders play. Like, at, the tickets are probably cheap because it's a college. They can't yeah. charge the same as Madison Square no, Garden. Boy, or, or, you like, you literally Garden. can't. You like, can't. So, uh, and if you do, fuck you. <laughs> it's got to be kind of cool to, to watch that. And, I mean, the only thing I could say about Arizona is they do have some really good assets coming through. Like, some good prospects coming up the ranks. So, we'll... Uh, they got some time to wait though. They're in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes too. So yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, maybe that'd be great. Imagine that Connor Bedard goes there, just turns it all around. Who knows? Just him and Lawson Kraus. <laughs> yeah, because they traded Clayton Keller. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. Maybe. That's that's a guy I like. Clay- Speaking of Clayton Keller, I like Clayton Keller. Um. Sorry, Arizona, but I just I think he's fucking wasting his talent there. He's got to leave there. He's got to get out of there. He's on a big contract, he's so it's easier said than done. He's got to get the fuck out of there. That's scary. I, I don't know. Um. Anyway, folks, that's about it. That's that really is. It's a great first episode. Great, great, great feeling to be back. I I can't express it enough. Um. Follow us on all social media. We got a Twitter now. Rick Adams got a Twitter. Rick Adams at Rick Adams at JR Puckhouse. Um, follow us on Instagram at JR Puckhouse. All that stuff. And um, folks, we're here. This is the season preview. We'll dive in maybe right before the season, maybe right after. Um, I just want to mention real quick before I let you all go. Underdog is running a really good, uh, you know, fantasy type of thing it's called best puck you pick all your players and you uh a little ten dollar entry for 50 grand maybe and um you basically pick a team like it's uh fantasy but you just don't set your lineup whoever has the most points is embedded into your lineup and you don't have to worry a thing you just do your draft i already invested maybe 80 dollars into it so and uh we're gonna see we see how it all plans out i can't wait it's what i do um folks other than that I'm excited to bring more content, more more episodes, talk about the whole season. This is just the beginning. Um, Jack, what do you got to say? All I got to say is that uh, you'll be hearing from us a lot more whether you like it or not because the hockey season is about to start and uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be way more consistent. And we'll uh, let you guys know. Follow us on Instagram so you have you know the updates and you know when stuff's coming out. And 
you could, you know, communicate with us and let us know what you like and any comments or questions or whatever it may be. Um, yeah, and that's it. We're, we're signing off here and, uh, we're going to get some, some rest, but, uh, you know, it's been a long weekend, but we're, we're pumped. Can't Absolutely. Wait for, by the time we talk to you guys next, uh, next pod, the uh, season will probably be starting. So yeah, most likely, most likely, uh, Jack Farris and I have our, uh, fancy hockey draft tomorrow. If anybody wants to give us some ideas to uh, pick, any any sleepers, any favorites, any any fan favorites, anything, just let us know. Uh, reach out to us. Don't don't be shy now. So um, that's about it, folks. That's all I got. Rick Adams is out. Jack Ferris is out too. Thanks that's for it. listening. That's everybody. it. Thank Have you. Have a good weekend. Have a great weekend.